0: Well, here we are. We're down to two teams left fighting for the Super Bowl. What players have fought for and worked for their whole life through middle school, through high school to get to this moment and now to be in the league and fight and practice and work so hard to get to this point. They're only one game away from achieving their dream and winning the Super Bowl. But there was uh, two championship games last night that we are here to recap. Uh, even though there was only two games, there was no shortness of action. So Austin and I will make sure to cover it all. This is KN Football. So once upon a time. Austin and I were recording a podcast last Monday. And I opened up the podcast and I said alright Austin. And Austin got very upset. He had a little talk with me about not starting the episode saying alright Austin. How it's boring and gets old and we gotta switch it up. So what's up Austin? Not Not much. How are you? I'm doing pretty well.
1: Uh, I see that Despite your best efforts, you still used the word all right in your opening? I did
0: not open it with all right, Austin. So, you cannot bicker about that. I opened it perfectly I fine. Like I
1: can still bicker about that. I mean, you you just, instead of using the word all right, you said once upon a time, all right. You just, like, tossed <laughs> a couple <laughs> words in front of it and then called it good. Minimal effort right there. You're
0: never going to be satisfied.
1: No, I'm never going to be satisfied until you come up with some
0: incredible, creative opening. Dude, I I... I, I I thought that was perfectly fine, you know. I was I'm not calling that create like insanely creative, but it's better than just all right, Austin, which is what you're complaining better, which, about. Yeah, it is you know, better. Which I sacrificed I so my hard. school for you because in I, in the four seconds it took you to think of right, it. No, I was sitting in math today, and I was really bored, like always in math. And so I was just sitting there, and I I was like, you know, I'm not gonna think about math because that's not what I do. So I. Zoned out and thought, okay, I gotta open an episode in another way this week, and that's what came to my mind in a few seconds. Sorry, I'll be more creative next All week. Right, I'm gonna be every week. Thing. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Before we do get into our ep- uh, end of the episode, this episode is made possible by KNF Construction and Prince Flores. Good work, Caden. Debbie
1: um, might get mad at me for saying this, but I'm gonna say it anyways because I have the microphone, and the worst he can do is mute me. So uh, we have. Uh, not not a script to follow because this is all like free form discussion yeah but we have things that it's notes, right, it's notes for us to mention at some point in the podcast. And Debbie was very adamant that we list that first, <laughs> that that went absolutely first. Yeah.
0: Out of the corner of my eye, I just see a bunch of, I don't even know what key that is on the computer. But <laughs> it was distracting. Just like the little arrow that like points up is great. And now Debbie's mad and saying, I know, it's it up. Yeah. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Debbie's not mad that I said that. You it's can't okay. win, Debbie. It's all right. We win. We should probably start the podcast before Debbie kicks us out every this yeah, Probably. Let's get into the recap. The K&A Week Recap. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. So the first game of the week, the NFC Championship between the Eagles and the 49ers. Number one offense versus number one defense. Yeah, Should be a shoot, or should be a, I don't know, entertaining game to, nonetheless. Yeah. The final score, 31-7 to 7, Eagles. <laughs> Looks like yeah. a blowout. Yeah. And you're like, wow, this game was lame. it was lame but it was also like it was one of the weirder but more interesting and fun it was it was something oh it was definitely something
1: so i'm gonna take you guys through the story of the game in case you didn't see it I'll, i'll walk you through it like it's story time okay so the game kicks off and it tempers are already flaring even before kickoff like they were there are already fights mm-hmm. you know during the warm-ups tensions were already high which is like good in my opinion right You're, oh yeah
0: that's a way more fun it's 100%. way more fun yeah, yeah right?
1: you got that storyline heading into the game and it makes you feel like you know neither team is like confident that they're going to win right they're already getting into it and it's emotions are high this is the last game before the super bowl and like you mentioned players work their entire lives to get to the super bowl sometimes they won't even win one in their career like you got notable players in the nfl jj watt never had never won a ring
0: yeah many like hall of fame dan marino never, yeah. like they're big Calvin players johnson you could go you can, never, you can right. name hundreds Cause of it's
1: more likely that you don't win one than you do and so like to be at this level to be right there is like such a big deal um you get into the game the eagles march down they score um obviously i'm sure that all of you guys have seen that uh right at the beginning there the eagles had a fourth and three uh and gutsy call they decide to go for it and they throw the ball down the field for a 29 yard completion to i had the wrong name Who, who is devontae it to? Smith. devontae smith yeah. i had miles sanders that's what it was <laughs> Uh twenty nine yard completion to Miles Sanders. Uh, or so we all thought. So then the Eagles run up to the line, they run another play twenty seconds after the completion, and that was the end of that. And we're like, okay, and then they get into the end zone and they score first, right? Um and you know, we all thought that like, okay, they scored. They go to commercial after the score, and they come back and they're like, Oh, hey, by the way, he never caught that ball. That very clearly touched the ground. Yeah. Once you see it in replay,
0: I mean, yeah, but that's a very common play in football where it's a tough play like that, and it's like, oh, I don't, we don't know if he caught this. So let's hurry up and get a play so before they can challenge. You see that every week in games, and yeah, that's very. And Kyle Shanahan is a great coach, and that's really surprising of a coach of his caliber to not be like, hold on, let's call timeout, or hey, we should look at this or challenge it. Normally, you don't see shanahan or anyone of that high level of coaching making a mistake like that like when they're rushing to the line like that you know oh crap we should probably check this out before they do anything there's a very good chance he dropped this and it was a pivotal point at that part in the game which obviously yeah. they ended up leading to touchdown so yeah yeah i mean i don't
1: fault him necessarily right because it's like why like there's no reason to believe he didn't catch it other than them jumping up and running to the line but like why out of like Abundance of caution. Why wouldn't you throw the challenge flag on that, right? Because worst case scenario is you lose your challenge for the rest of the game, and this is like a big turning point. Why wouldn't you throw the flag, you know, let them review it, and if they didn't catch it, now you get the ball, you know, twenty nine yards behind where they were. You get it basically at midfield.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then the Eagles had scored, and so the Niners get the ball. Obviously, Brock Purdy, the the last pick in the draft, comes out. He's 7-0 as a starter, 8-0 and if you count the uh, Dolphins game. He comes out, first drive. He gets hit as he threw, strip sack. It was a great play by Hassan Reddick. It was. He had an incredible game. Yes. Uh, Purdy, he goes, the ball comes out as he throws, and Purdy goes down. The Eagles end up picking up the fumble, so now they're inside the 50 already. And Purdy, he's holding his elbow and his arm, and he's looking in pain. And everyone's like, oh, oh no, the 49ers, I mean... They got Trey Lance, week two, out for the year. Jimmy Garoppolo steps in, and he does whatever, and now he's hurt for probably the rest of the year. Then they bring in uh, Brock Purdy, and he looks like the guy. Now he gets hurt. So in comes Josh Johnson. Yes, I had to look at the notes to say his name because I don't know who he is. Apparently, he's been in the league for 15 years. Didn't know. And he's been on 14 different teams. Almost half (laughs) of the league he has been on. He's been on the 49ers three separate times that's that's so funny to me but here comes this guy who's never played in a meaningful game probably in his career literally his name is Josh Johnson nobody knows this guy yeah and you're like okay going into the year you're like okay I'm a practice squad guy I am the fourth string quarterback you're obviously not gonna play if you would have told him back in like training camp that you're gonna be playing in the NFC championship game he probably would have thought,
1: okay, so that championship game is like the blowout of blowouts, right?
0: We're up by 47, and you didn't want to put in the other two yeah. guys that are ahead of me. And yet, even, yeah, exactly. Like It's not even like, if it's a blowout, you normally would think, oh, let's put in our second string. Oh, let's put in our third string. If that, that wouldn't even make sense. No, you're the fourth string, and you come in, which is crazy. Yeah. But I think that one one of the questions
1: that we all had after Jimmy Garoppolo went down and Brock Purdy comes in is number one, Who on earth is behind Purdy? And number two, how (laughs) many... You did say that. You said that that on a podcast episode. I remember that. Who is behind Purdy? And like, what happens if he gets hurt? Is there a guy behind him? And is there a guy behind the guy behind Purdy? Because like, how many quarterbacks (laughs) do the 49ers have in their pocket that they can just keep pulling them out and be like, yeah, this guy still works in our system. And so does this guy. And so does this guy. Turns out it's only one. Turns out they only have four quarterbacks (laughs) on the roster. Because the reason we know this is because...
0: Then Josh Johnson gets hurt. <laughs> Shocker! Okay? Literally, they are the most crazy injury-prone quarterback team ever. How do you get four quarterbacks hurt in one season? It is that beyond It's beyond me. I, I don't understand it. Yeah. So he suffers a
1: concussion. He's out for the game. And so you know, then they're. CBS or sorry Fox is cutting to the sideline showing Christian, Christian McCaffrey <laughs> looking at the quarterback play sheet okay yeah. he's literally on the sideline talking with the quarterbacks coach looking at the quarterback play sheet because if you remember he he throws a couple passes yeah he every year he yeah. throws probably five or six passes on like trick plays how hard can it be any quarterback can can, can succeed in that system or so we thought yeah, right. Josh Johnson did not succeed yeah. in the system but it was a high stakes game uh turns out that Christian McCaffrey did not play quarterback. As entertaining as that would have been, I really would I have loved
0: really that. I am really hoping
1: for him. Really was- the guy's only been with the 49ers for a couple of months. Really, it's not like he's been with them for years. Like He's only been here a couple of months. Like He was only traded midseason. season uh, turns out he didn't play, which would have been you know awesome. Instead, Brock Purdy comes back in, Okay, and I don't know if you saw the interview uh, where Brock Purdy's telling the reporters mm-hmm. what he said to Kyle Shanahan. Um, So Shanahan asked him, "You know, are you good? Can you throw the ball?" And it he hadn't pretty had an MRI today to look at his elbow, and the results aren't in yet. But basically, what they're speculating happened is that he like hyperextended his elbow and then lost all feeling in his hand to where he couldn't grip a football. But it it slowly returns. Yeah. Um. And so (laughs) Shanahan asked him. He said, "Can you throw the ball?" and Brock Purdy said to him, "I don't think I can throw it deep. So would it be okay if we just if we had to pass it, could we just please throw it short?" <laughs> Which is just the saddest thing ever. Like that's so humble of a guy who is 8 and 0 playing in the NFL to just be like, "Hey coach, could we please just run a short play?" And turns out Brock Purdy didn't end up throwing the rest of the game. The 49ers in the entire game only attempted 18 passes the rest of the game
0: was just handing the ball off because that's all they could do yeah pretty couldn't throw and when they know that they can't throw you're easily able to keen in on that run they had all their runs in the game they like you said they barely passed because none of their quarter they had no one that could pass so they ran pretty much the entire game only had 81 rushing yards
1: yeah it, because
0: obviously if you know they're not going to throw load Stacked up the, the box line. stacks yeah. the box there's no threat because you know that purdy he threw one pass once he came back in and it was like a two-yard screen pass and he lofted that thing like it was a basketball so obviously you have no threat of passing just load the box and it clearly worked out for the eagles very clearly christian mccaffrey was
1: the literally the entire team in the <laughs> he's used half. to that
0: he is he's, if <laughs> there's one guy that you <laughs> want in that situation to have to carry a team it is christian mccaffrey he did that, he used that for like, years yes but probably with the more one of the most action packed things of this game once way when the game was already over it was already 31-7 time was ticking down there was 2 minutes left in the game and things are getting chippy every play like you're taking random like late hits like it's, things are getting ugly it's like okay niners know they lost they're upset they didn't yeah. have their quarterback they feel like it's unfair and they go and there's a play and then all of a sudden you see an eagles guy and a niners guy like they're on they throw themselves to the ground and they're like going at it and at the top of the screen there's another brawl and at the top of or on the other side of the screen there's a whole other brawl so you got three separate brawls going on between players and all of a sudden they all like combine into one big fight and then you see Trent Williams the left tackle for the 49ers like 300 plus 350 plus pound O-lineman grabbing Eagles guy by around like the, the back of the collar yeah and, yeah. and completely just I body slam him to the ground. So whip him around and just slam him. Yeah. And obviously that causes just everything to break loose. The the benches well the 49ers bench clears, which doesn't make sense because he's the one that fought. <laughs> yeah. The Eagles guy stands back up and punches him. Uh obviously they both got ejected. Uh everyone's going nuts. The the refs are screaming. Like I've never heard refs like this on the mic. They're like, Everyone to the sidelines! Everyone to the sidelines. And they repeat this like seven times. And then yeah players rejected obviously eagles players stayed more to their side because they have the super bowl now to get ready for they can't right. risk getting suspended for that but yeah it was kind of entertaining it was it, you it's not good to see it's not a good look for the nfl but it was it's pretty it's pretty fun to see for a fan i will yeah say.
1: definitely definitely very
0: fun um see
1: anything else about this game that's notable
0: there was a punt there wasn't fun i was just early, yeah. Think. early in the game the eagles punted the ball and there was like a whole 10 minute delay because they hit did it hit something in the air did it like what like because the punt only went a couple yards like i don't know 20 yards and it really seemed like it ricocheted off something and like it was spinning weird mm-hmm. and so after a long delay like everyone was convinced they hit a wire like the eagles players are pointing up all at the same time so like Obviously, they're not going to plan a reaction like that. It probably hit a wire. And the announcers are saying, I think it hit a wire. They come out, and the refs are like, uh, we do not have conclusive evidence to see if hit the wire. Like, the play stands. Like
2: Something you've never really ever seen. Which is seen. so dumb. Like... So you just gonna keep on playing if if you yeah. didn't if you couldn't get review like and the other thing was is when you were watching it they didn't even show like they didn't have the camera angle for the longest time and then finally they showed it at the end and like I mean yeah you can't really see anything which is right I mean that's, crazy. that's why
1: they couldn't call it back right they had to right. let the play stand because it's like okay yeah we have circumstantial evidence that points towards the fact that you know maybe it hit the wire but if we can't prove it. You can't call a play back because the entire Eagles bench is like it hit the wire, mm-hmm. right? You can't because
0: then you can play and just be, yeah, like, okay, right. guys, just be like, okay, at, at three if, minutes, if we have in... a
1: bad punt. I'm going <laughs> to flash you a signal and then everyone needs to <laughs> point up to this guy. Okay. We all need to do it at the same time though. Uh,
0: so I understand why they didn't call it. Yeah. Um That's just part of the madness of this game. You see a punt that you've really never seen before. You see a fourth screen quarterback play and get hurt. So they bring in almost the running back. It, what a game. Yeah. Additionally the yardage chains broke it was a weird it was game. Just such
1: a wild game i mean it was a blood of a game but there were a lot of little things that were just absolutely wild
0: in this mm-hmm. game both
2: of these games oh there yeah. was a lot of a lot of things that were right you don't yeah, regularly yeah. Yeah.
0: so before we get into our next game i uh, would like to give a shout out to uh, one of our sponsors knf construction our friends over there knf construction has been serving the northeast ohio community for over 16 years specializing in composite decks knf construction takes the time and effort to provide the service and product that you deserve for your home. You can call KNF Construction today at 330-575-2465 for a free estimate. Again, that's 330-575-2465. You can also visit KFDX.com, which is linked in the description. KNF Construction. Let us build your dream backyard. So, obviously, with
1: this massive blowout 31 to 7, Eagles are the NFC champions and going to the Super Bowl one question that I have for you before we move on to this last game the AFC championship game is do you think that the 49ers with a fully healthy Brock Purdy the entire game could have beat the Eagles or at least made it closer than 31 7
0: absolutely I mean obviously hindsight's 2020 nobody knows what's gonna happen it's like that Kanye thing like oh I guess we'll never know like you know right but Yeah, I mean they definitely could have he's undefeated as a starter. He played great for them all year Obviously, it's better than Josh Johnson and running the ball game. You're gonna have a better chance You're setting up your defense better because the Eagles had a great field position a lot and we were on the field a lot more So it definitely 100% I don't know if they would have won Obviously, we'll never know that but they 100% would have made it a better game I think this would have been a really good game had no injuries and none of that craziness I happened. I think that the 49ers may have won if Brock Purdy I mean, was. Yeah, obviously right. you picked them.
1: I, yeah, I, I did. But I think that the big reason, I mean, you can look at the score and be like, well, come on. Even if the 49ers scored like four touchdowns, they still wouldn't have won this game, right? But I think that a big part of why the Eagles have 31 is because the 49ers' defense was on the field so much. Where, I mean, the offense couldn't go anywhere, so every three plays, the defense is right back on. Mm-hmm. So I think that with a fully healthy Brock Purdy, which hopefully we'll get to see next year, assuming his elbow injury isn't significant and the 49ers end up rolling with him, uh, it'll be super interesting to see how they fare next year because they've made it to four straight or three NFC Championship games in the last four years. So there's a high probability they do it again. For yeah,
0: sure. So yeah, so this was the NFC Championship game, and now we move on to the AFC Championship, which was right after between oh yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: debbie yeah
0: get that off
1: the screen debbie
0: debbie we had to make sure that was up there for austin no because we had a little no we a... no no <laughs> i have a problem it's fixed <laughs> it fix it. it it's fixed <laughs> fix it we will get obviously to what that's all about oh Austin flipping <laughs> tables now but yeah there was there was a long debate and argument and fight last <laughs> night between uh, austin It was Austin versus me. The world. Austin versus the world. Yeah, because you were being a bias AFC North hater. Bias. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. it. We're gonna get to this. Yeah. So this was the AFC (laughs) Championship rematch of last year's AFC Championship. Yes. Obviously, um, Mahomes coming into this game. All the talk about his ankle and his high ankle sprain, which I can't believe he was playing through. Major props to him for playing. And um, yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey was a game time decision in this game. Mm-hmm. Ended up playing, which we kind of expected because it's Travis Kelsey who's going to miss the AFC Championship. But that was something to monitor going in. But it didn't end up affecting him at all.
1: Yeah, it didn't. I, honestly, like you could have told me that Travis Kelsey was fully healthy in this game. I didn't game even know it I was hurt. believed you. I, I right. No the only idea. reason I knew he was hurt is because I heard the reports before the game mm-hmm. that he was game time decision. And it's like, okay, well, you know, if he plays, he'll be you know fifty percent. No, he he was hundred percent Travis Kelsey did find um so for this game uh the Bengals got the ball first and the Chiefs defense really did a lot better than i anticipated them to do yeah like on that Bengals first drive they forced them to have to punt the ball away and then the Chiefs come out and you're like all right Patrick Mahomes let's see what you got on this bum ankle turns out Like you said, the ankle didn't affect him that much. He was still running around the entire game. He was throwing on the run. He scrambled a couple times. Like, he looked perfectly fine. They must have done a really great job taping his ankle. Uh, So the Chiefs go down. They end up not being able to get the touchdown, but they end up getting a field goal, making sure that they get ahead first. And if you, my friends, want to get ahead, you need Prince Florists. Get ahead of the game by reserving your Valentine's Day flowers. Prince Florist in Canton is now accepting reservations for roses and custom bouquets, so you can be the hero when the big day arrives. Avoid the stress of last-minute shopping and make sure your special someone knows how much they mean to you. Place an order at princeflorist.com. That's P-R-I-N-T-Z florist.com.
0: Yeah. So like you said, they go down, they score first, and then it was really for the first half of this game it was kind of a defensive game. Definitely. We expected a major shootout, but it was like what was the score at halftime? It was like at halftime it was 13-6 yeah. Chiefs. Yeah, it was like a lot of defense, a lot of field goals, like it wasn't a shootout like we were all expecting. But they go into it and the Bengals, the Chiefs look like they're they're rolling. They have the momentum. They kind of they had their number all game. And I think a really big turning point in this game was Mahomes. I mean, it's it's not common, but it's not Uncommon. I mean, you very rarely see it, but it does happen, even to the best. Where he goes, Mahomes goes back to throw, and he goes to throw, and the ball completely slips out of his hand, and it's a fumble, and picked up by the Bengals, and they got the ball back, end up going down and tying the game. Yeah. You don't now, like you said. You don't see it very often. It's a but, very weird and funny play when it happens, but clearly, yeah, I mean, it, it happens it, it even happen. to the best of them. I mean, yeah. when it's cold out, it's harder to grip the ball. Yeah. So it was they say it
1: was like 26 degrees but with the wind and everything it felt like just six which is a super cold game to play in Mm um yeah this game was honestly over this overshadows the nfc championship game because
0: this was a very good game it it was a
1: very good game it was very entertaining 23 20 obviously very close i really did believe we were going to get to see the first overtime I, game yeah. of the playoffs, uh, get a rematch of overtime from last year's AFC championship game, which obviously the Bengals came out on top of, but with the new rules this time where both teams get a chance with the ball and it going to be
0: fantastic. Yeah. Um, before, yeah. Before we say anything, I mean, everyone talks about, I want to talk about unsung hero in this game who's not getting talked about. Everyone's talking about Mahomes, obviously, um, the refs. Obviously, like I'm not. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. People are talking about the refs and Mahomes and Joseph Osai, but shout out to Marquez Valdez Scantling in this game. He he was he signed there in the off season, and people were saying that he has this connection with Mahomes, and he's gonna step up and take that Tyree Kill rule Obviously, he won't be Tyree Kill. He'll take some of that role, and he'll be the guy. I really bought into that hype, and I drafted him in fantasy and regretted it all season long, but. He really stepped up in this game. A lot of the Chiefs' receivers were hurt and yeah. just played bad, bring up but too, yeah. he completely stepped up. He had six receptions for one hundred and thirteen yards and a touchdown. It's insane. That's an he insane had an number, incredible I game. I mean, against in the highest stakes, mm-hmm. in all of I mean, every single one of those catches and yards helped them w- will their team to this win. I mean, it was a, they needed everything they got from him. Yeah, and he played. He stepped it up.
1: I mean, think of a big name Chiefs receiver right now, Kadarius Tony hurt juju hurt yeah there's another guy uh number 19. that's is tony is that tony okay so the, those are their big name receivers and they're both hurt mm-hmm. like they got hurt in that game and so you know it's next man up that's how it is and scantley really was the next man up in that scenario he i've uh, played very well to have over 100 receiving yards on six receptions is ridiculous
0: and, and he had a the go-ahead touchdown late in the game i mean he, yeah he played Phenomenal and I was I was happy for him because I have him in dynasty. I'm like, hey, maybe he can kindle some of this fire and Keep it going next season. But I was also like dude Why couldn't you have done this like literally any week during the regular season? I would have could have used that but whatever. Yeah <laughs> So
1: if you didn't watch the game um, You Probably have seen on social media that there is a lot of outrage towards the referees in this game.
0: When he says a lot. He means like a stupid amount. Like their NFL meme pages. They a lot of them. They post similar things. Some of them use like the same templates almost uh, after all the games. But literally, I've never seen so much things geared like it's just refs, 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 refs. Osai, refs, 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 refs. refs <laughs> osai, Eli Apple refs, 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 refs. Like, it's all the same thing because everyone's of Like, you see people who don't even, like, always watch football. Debbie, obviously, has watched a lot more football this year than normal because yeah. of the podcast. Debbie posted, I don't know, like four or five things about the refs on his story. Um, what are we calling? Margaret. Margaret over here. Um, <laughs> new, posted, new producer. Yeah, for new producer, don't yeah we'll, we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. New producer, Margaret, over here posted something about the refs. Uh Travis King, friend of the show, posted something on his story. I mean, everyone is flaming him. Rightfully so, I believe. Rightfully so, yeah. I believe not rightfully so. Yeah, well, let's talk about that. Before Austin. we Okay. You hear you get Austin's bias. Okay. But Austin's yeah, a little biased. Obviously, right. he's rooting against them. We all knew. He said going into the Pickhams, he's rooting for the Chiefs in this game. Who okay, do you think is like, gonna win? Austin, hold on, let's, hold, on, yeah, hold, on. Let's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you finish, let but, you then talk, but then you But right, then you. are gonna okay. box okay. off each other. Yeah. okay. Is this probably gonna be, <laughs> is this this gonna be a minute. This is probably gonna be This is gonna be the most heated we get in the podcast ever. So you're gonna have, he, he said on the last, go back and watch the pickups. He said, I, I think the Bengals are gonna win this game. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I would love to see the Bengals lose. And yeah. you get all, me, personally, I had no, I mean, I was rooting for the Bengals, but it doesn't affect me if the Chiefs win. Like, obviously, you don't want to see an AFC North rival get in. None of these teams are Panthers' rivals at all. It doesn't really affect me too much. So I'm more of an unbiased opinion. All <laughs> of social media and Instagram is more unbiased. I think, literally, like someone else, our youth leader, Harold Mansfield, who was on the show, uh, he's he's a Browns fan, AFC North biased, and he's still saying that these were uh, bad calls. I don't think these were
1: bad calls, and I would like it to be known that... Debbie, who is on the side of the rigged refs, very big supporter of the Bengals in this game. He be, okay. his be real was even go Bengals. Yeah, Caden obviously was a supporter of the Bengals. He picked them. And, but this
0: and if you go back much. and watch
1: almost any of the episodes where we talk about the Bengals, Caden says that he thinks the Bengals are one of the most fun teams and one of the easiest teams to root for in the AFC. There's so it's it's, so it's <laughs> still bias on the other side, guys. Hey, I, I do admit my bias that yeah. I don't like the Bengals. I don't think that the refs in this game were uh, bad calls. I really don't. Well, yes, okay. okay. I mean, we off, might we
0: might have bias off. here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, there. I mean, uh, This is gonna get really bad, really. Bad. I mean, we we going to go back here. We bro. don't take this too far. But I'm done with n- the podcast. <laughs> no. But like, yes, I we do both realize <laughs> that we have a little bit of bias, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But so we can admit all, that. So now let's get in, Let's get NFL into the Colts. All. Let's, no, let's just get into All the NFL fans and all social media is talking about it. It's not like we're just pulling this out of. Nowhere and being like, oh, they screwed them here. No, everyone is saying it.
2: Everyone knows it. Okay, so let's just be clear. I, we heard Caden say. We heard Austin say. I mean, yeah, we're not I, done. And I think, I think also, if you look back at our other episodes, you can see that we. um Sorry, I adjust my mic here. Uh, that we have both agreed that the Chiefs are a very fun team to watch. You got Mahomes, yeah. you got all the great receivers. You got Andrew Reed. You know Andre Andrew Andy Reed. Reed. Gosh. Yeah. Andy Reed. Um <laughs> so we all we've all talked about them. We we like the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs personally. I like the Bengals also. I do not have a claimed team. Like Caden has the Panthers. Austin has the Browns. I don't really have a team that I'm like always rooting for in this instance. So I feel like I'm not completely biased, but I'm also not completely unbiased in that sense that I wasn't like diehard Bengals fan in the back here. So, I mean, yeah, I, I just saw that the when they when they just when they did a, when they did a redo on third down and nine. Right. We'll okay. Like that. that that was that was crazy. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, just, the, that, okay, said, so, the thing so, that I will so last night I was fuming mad. Oh, I know you were. Okay. I was I was so <laughs> I, mad. I didn't reply to some boss's text because I was so mad. Um, it's I'm not that lie. deep. It's not even your team. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but I, after thinking about it, I do think that I was I was kind of fighting on the side that the last push where the, uh, the Bengals defender pushed Mahomes out of bounds, I did think, I now looking back on that, that was a good call. Yeah, it was. Um, no one was arguing that. Yeah, we, we were at the gym this <laughs> morning the only one and arguing the guys that. were talking about, you know, I don't see why I did that, whatever. You know, there there's, there's yeah. a whole thing everyone's talking about it, right? Um but I
1: do think I, I would like to quickly note that yeah. those guys at the gym do have some of the worst football ever. That is ever. so true. Like all these dudes well, because, are like because when
2: you push them out of bounds, so, seventy-five
1: years clock. old. Well, right. he
0: was going out of bounds. He was going out of bounds anyways. Well yeah, I know. Oh, I'm saying that they got these yeah, like seventy
1: yeah. five year old guys yes. at the gym that yes. don't actually <laughs> <laughs> work out, they have some of the worst football techs I've ever heard in my okay. life.
0: <laughs> okay, but that's beside
2: the point. Besides the point. Introduce them to the podcast. The refs, especially that had ref I I don't know what was going on with the the clock. I don't know if he told them wrong the first time. I wish I I should have taken notes on this, but I think the first time that he told them, he told them to play the play clock and the game clock when he was supposed to only say play the the play clock, pause the game clock until it was time or whatever. There was a whole mix up there. I don't know whose fault that was, but that was huge. And that's why they restarted the third and nine. And then the Bengals still, or the Chiefs still cannot make it. the Bengals defense is also... Both defenses, phenomenal, like, during this game.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Right, so that call didn't end up mattering. But there's a lot of flame that, like, the referees are trying to, like, rig the game in that aspect. I mean, I
2: think the thing that's important is that they stopped the momentum. Like, if you look at it, I was like, okay... They, that, the bengals stopped the chiefs again okay but, but that play
0: didn't ultimately end up matter so I, like I mean obviously that play should that is really controversial yeah. That play shouldn't really have that whole thing shouldn't have gone down and they re- kind of refused to comment on it after the game right but which makes it, it even look more suspicious yes yeah, i mean you're inviting the memes it, it didn't ultimately end up mattering so i don't really want to yes. spend too much time on it we are yeah, a little right. bit crunched for time and we have a lot more to cover so <laughs> we'll try to briefly i mean yeah. i don't want to take too much long on this but yeah there was i was talking about i mean you see the Tom Brady treatment and all these other players when they get sacked or if they get hit hard you can't put your full body weight on them or have them hit their head hit the ground right. Mahomes or not Mahomes Burrow was hit multiple times after he threw and when he would get hit he gets slammed to the ground full body weight down on him yes I didn't see, see that I
1: didn't see well, you it also told play. me that you
0: were watching the game from the kitchen
1: no <laughs> I, I was watching I said that there were points where I was in the kitchen or on my phone yeah. but you
2: know obviously I, I, think, I think you can admit, though, that there was times that a holding, or not a holding, a roughing the passer call could have been called. Like, let's just put that out there. Every game, there's at some point, there's times yeah, when roughing and, the passers could have been this, called. Right. And how
1: referees this? miss calls. Like how That's just the nature of the game. You miss right. calls on some teams. Right. You miss the same calls on the same team. Like right. That's how it works. How you miss we calls all, all know
0: that everybody has different opinions. Everyone's rooting yes. for different teams. Everyone has different bias. No one's ever going to agree on it. Yeah. There's controversial calls. Obviously, we know that they're controversial because we're arguing about it right now. There's controversial calls. Go look them up yourself and formulate your own opinion. Caden the Peacemaker. No, I say listen to my
1: opinion. <laughs> I think the refs did fine in this game. I hate the flame that the refs are getting for this because I think they called the game no. pretty fair.
2: I do admit there is something to say about playing. I, I'm a big opponent of opponent. Proponent. Proponent. Uh, oh, man, <laughs> so, no. I'm talking about Caden. Um, <laughs> I'm a big opponent of playing the game like the refs are the game and Right. Playing the calls like they are not humans, that it's just the algorithm kind of like spitting out what happened and that they're not, they can't fault, which they can. It's just when you see that much that happened and mistakes that happened. And like the one time the ref was just rambling on for a full minute, like he didn't even know what he was calling. And then he just turned off his microphone and it was like, what did you just call? <laughs> like there was, it, it was yeah. a lot of mess ups. But it's all right. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, it's, it, it happens. But, yeah, I think the,
0: one of the storylines of this game is at the end of the game, Mahomes was running, and he made a great play with his sprained ankle. And yeah. he's running out of bounds, and then he's already out of bounds. And then Joseph Asai... Defensive end for the Bengals makes the most idiotic play of this season sells them their season All like ultimately sold them their season. He's already at a balance He pushes them and then he goes to the ground and he like holds his leg and I'm like dog We know you're not hurt like you're trying to be like, oh crap sympathy Like I know I messed up, but yeah, you just sold your team the season 15-yard penalty. They go kick the field goal and the field a, goal was very short. It was if a 45 yard field goal. No, it, don't say it's very no, no, short because I mean, no, no, you guys no, no, missed a 45 yard. No, no, no. no, no. I, mean, I mean, it was short. Like, it was barely in. It, it was oh, like yes, eight feet yes. from the cross. Right, from no, the it was a, yes. Yeah. It was a 45 yard right. field it, goal. It barely hit the bottom of the net. Like, it's questionable if they were back
2: those 15 yards. They're back 15 yards. If
0: they're back maybe five, seven yards, Yeah. that's missed. That's a huge play from
1: 50. Yeah. So, you know, that call doesn't happen. I don't think the Chiefs kicked the field it, it goal. It i don't I think, think so either yeah i mean they have eight seconds left so i see maybe running like a quick out route for like 10 15 yards really hoping to get it but ultimately I, if he doesn't make that push and draw that unnecessary roughness penalty the chiefs might not score and we would have seen overtime
0: yeah one more thing about this game i would like to like pat myself on the back and to my own horn a little bit <laughs> uh-huh. i did say if we remember last week on the podcast that Eli Apple and the Bengal was always yes. saying Burrowhead, mm-hmm. um, the Kansas City or the Cincinnati Governor being the mayor, right? Uh, Cincinnati Mayor being yeah. a complete idiot and buffoon talking about the whole needs to see if he's actually his parent or his father or whatever. Yeah. Those are going to come back. Sure, that might not be the reason they lose. That might not be bulletin board here. Well, it might be, but it it's still idiotic to say that before you even play. The worst, the 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 best that comes out of that situation is. Uh, okay, it, it was funny. Like, there's so right. much more risk of that coming back, and you just look like an idiot, and you get clown now. Obviously, you probably saw it after the game. Uh, they were talking, and then Kelsey, he had a lot of moments after the game. Kelsey runs up, and uh, while Mahomes is talking, and he yeah. yells and he goes like, "Oh, bro, head my explicit." And like, obviously, everyone's talking about that. They uh, they asked Mahomes about it after the game. I mean, obviously, everyone knew about it. Comes back to bite them, and then Mahomes takes, or not Mahomes, Kelsey takes the mic again and says, "Hey, I got some words for the Cincinnati mayor." Yeah. I don't know exactly what he said, but he pretty much ripped on him, which rightfully so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah said, like, "Shut your mouth, you're jumping from the rock or whatever." But yeah, I mean, rightfully so. Stay in what you talk about. Don't set yourself up to look like an idiot he should have kept his mouth shut and i said it on the podcast and i'm kind of glad i said that because i sound smart now
1: yeah (laughs) i remember Mm. uh i was probably i don't know early middle school like sixth grade something like that and i had a friend and he was like always like super confident and he'd always be like oh you know you couldn't make it's like some like trick shot with the basketball he's like watch this right and then you miss and i'd be (laughs) like you know, it'd be a lot smarter if you were like, oh, here, let me try. And then once you make it, taunt, but don't taunt first. Yeah. Because then you look like an idiot when you don't make it.
0: And that's exactly what the, the whole Cincinnati, the like he's the the governor, no, not the governor, mayor. the mayor and yeah. all their players and yeah, whatever. But yeah. congrats to the Chiefs, not taking anything away from the Chiefs. Correct. It should be a great Super Bowl now. I think Debbie has a graphic for it, correct? Yeah okay so uh, yeah so we, first, hey like we said we we have no idea how one to we right? both won one for one i am not surprised in the slightest no <laughs> but i would have liked my chances a lot better for going
1: two for two if brock birdie was healthy but i'd like to mind the, if the refs played a fair game but, but whatever that's, that's the
0: nature of the game yeah. yeah that's the nature of sports that's how it is <laughs> so yeah we got the super bowl now on february 12th we got the chiefs and the eagles this is a lot of things this is first of all the super bowl um the biggest yep. game of the year. Biggest game of the year. This is also the Andy Reid bowl Yes. Andy Reid coached the Eagles and won the Eagles the Super Bowl. I think. No. He didn't win them a Super Bowl. I don't believe so, no. He coached the Eagles and uh obviously now he coaches the Chiefs and he's won the Chiefs Super Bowl and now they're playing first coach to coach in the Super Bowl against his former team. That's an ESPN type stat right there, but yeah It is a stat. It is also Yeah, it is also the Kelsey Bowl, which is a lot more entertaining than the Reed Bowl. Um, Travis Kelsey, by far the best tight end in the league. And Jason Kelsey who's a very, very good center. One of the best centers in the league. Obviously, he plays for the Eagles. And Travis, I can't say Kelsey. Obviously, uh, Travis Kelsey is on the Chiefs and Jason Kelsey is on the Eagles, but. Yeah, uh, again and they're they have a podcast like us <laughs> maybe we should get them on <laughs> we should <laughs> um they their podcast is really fun i see clips of it all the time i don't watch it but i see clips and yeah. i'm sure the trash talk between the two of them is going to be insane for the next two weeks so yeah
1: it should be a lot of fun it should be a really good super bowl these are obviously two very high powered offenses uh i don't think the chiefs have as good a defense as the eagles but on the highest stage it doesn't really matter it just matters the plays that you make yeah my homes
0: my homes will be two weeks off to get that ankle yep. more more closer to one they should have all yeah. the
1: receivers back because two weeks is more hey, than enough time it doesn't matter healthy. they
0: got they got out of scaling that's all that matters right Graydon? yeah man <laughs> so yeah um a little bit of news now just a little bit. There was only two games but we did t- there was a lot to talk about and we really that yeah. yeah, was a good episode um So it came out today at the 2023 salary cap. They announce every year like what the official number will be. And this year was a record number, uh, like the highest salary cap, which every every year gets higher. So it's not really breaking news that it's higher. But it's $243.8 million. So teams now know exactly how far above or below the salary cap they are. Teams will have to cut players and restructure contracts to get everything normal. Yeah. Salary
1: cap is one of the... uh... One of those things that no one really thinks about as like an NFL fan until until free agency comes comes and you are like, oh crap, we have no money and also (laughs) we have no players. How is this possible?
0: (laughs) seriously like the uh, the Panthers have some players. Like you see a team like the Saints every single year, they're like minus 75 million under the cap. And I'm like, first of all, how do they get back to zero every season? And yet they still have these players. Like, it doesn't make sense. I don't hear that they're restructuring all these guys and they're not out here cutting Michael Thomas every season. So how right. are they getting the zero and how do they still manage to every year get back down in that hole? <laughs> it makes no sense. Like last season, negative 75 million cap. And I'm like, oh, well, they're signing nobody and they're cutting everybody they cut nobody and they signed tyron matthew and i'm like how does that <laughs> mathematically work it, 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 it cap's a myth <laughs>
2: <I> changed my <laughs> mind
1: another <laughs> gap does not actually exist it's just a number the nfl throws out there to make everyone feel better that they're not blowing 800 billion dollars a year <laughs> when in reality they are yeah but is there oh so you talked
0: about a tweet you can talk about
1: yeah it. um jj watt posted a very he retired retired. right he he retired and then he posted a tweet of him um in a texans uniform from his days that was not photoshop
0: it was not (laughs) because he obviously played
1: right so he did play for the texans so he posted a tweet of him in a texans uniform and so you know there is now some
0: speculation well no do you know why he do you know why he posted that is that him with D'Amico Ryan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. D'Amico Ryan's is the front runner. He sounds like he's going to get the Texans job. Right. It sounds like he's going to get the Texans right. coaching job. Yeah. And so he was a player for the Texans with J.J. Watt. Yeah. And so it's a picture of him and D'Amico Ryan's both in Texans jerseys on the sideline, like smiling or laughing. So personally, I don't think much of it at all. I think it's just like supporting your teammate and friend going back to your team. I, yeah. I can't believe people overreact and speculate like that. But that's how the media goes. Yeah. So obviously we have to talk
1: about it because we have to feed into because that. we are the media. Because we are the media. We create the news. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's see is there anything else you want to talk about here, Caden? For the
0: biggest game of the year. See, the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Pro Bowl is this week. <laughs> Tune in to ESPN. It's going to be a big one. Flag football. <laughs> no. No one's oh, watching that. We do have news.
2: Margaret. Oh, wait before that. Oh, I'm so before that. Um, Margaret. I think we'll we'll release kind of what's the schedule for our uploads for the next two weeks because we're we're not sure exactly what the what it's going to look like um i think we're going to do at least one episode just covering the pro bowl not because we want to because we have to
0: no we want to
2: yes (laughs) yes we we want to do this
0: news i mean it's not like yeah it's just a much shorter watch my dad clowns me Watching the Pro Bowl, but like if I'm at home, I like watching this, yeah. those this goes by the skills competitions. The skills competition is so fun, and if I'm just sitting at home, what well, I'm just gonna sit on my phone. No, I'll turn on the Pro Bowl. Why am I getting clowned for this? Like, go in another room, you know? But
2: yeah, <laughs> so I mean, it's we'll, fun. We'll, we'll let we'll you see guys know. What's so yeah, we'll post
0: it on the Instagram. Make sure you're following us there. Yeah, at KA underscore football. Yep, but uh, one more thing, Margaret. We have yes. now we're all busy, it, it, it is hard to find times. To do this every week, Austin's busy. I'm busy. Debbie is not busy at all. No, Debbie sits here. Right. right. Debbie literally doesn't leave this room. Debbie's just yeah. like so. Debbie sits in here like room. there's
1: nothing else to do, and then he like kicks rocks around the room. Yeah. Like, oh, there's nothing to do. <laughs> right. No, but Debbie is also
0: insanely busy. uh Sue Ellen is very busy. Sue Ellen has not been here in like years. No, actually, that's not true. Sue Ellen was here, no, here just she, the other week. Yeah, she was yeah. here though. She, yeah, we all know that she's well. a
2: dude, he's still on the podcast. <laughs> she was here last um, week. um,
0: and now, so, so we're like, we need like another brain, we need a backup, to have, yeah, to, we, need to be a able, we
2: need a third string producer,
0: yeah, yeah, yes. yeah to exactly. go seven and oh, <laughs> carry the podcast. Hey, we need someone who's smart, right? And so, what fits this mold of super smart with computers and tech, but knowing completely nothing about football? Margaret, insert <laughs> Margaret the dude, yeah, so now we have. <laughs> Debbie, Sue Ellen, and Margaret. I'm definitely not gonna remember the name as Margaret. So next week I'm gonna be like, uh 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 and you're gonna remind me Margaret. But yes, yeah,
2: I got you. Yeah.
0: I'm sure we'll have Margaret on an episode in the offseason. We'll have to, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure because we should do it. a
2: producer episode.
0: Like if you think Debbie knows nothing about
2: football, <laughs> just
0: wait for you the you This is new heights. But it's good. It's good. It's good. He's fun. So
2: we'll have, we'll have to do a trivia episode with the producers. Oh, oh, the yeah, that'll be a episode. very good episode. Yeah, that'll be good. A new setup, it'll be great. Uh, so
1: really quick before we sign off here last night we were watching the chiefs Bengals game and uh oh
0: you and margaret mark margaret and i were watching the game yeah
1: (laughs) And, and margaret goes uh you know, I'm a really big Bengals supporter because Margaret just wanted to clown on me because I don't <laughs> like the Bengals. And I was like, yeah, something like that. Name me four players on the Bengals. We couldn't do it. Um, he's like, why does that matter? It doesn't matter. I'm like, it definitely matters. Give me some player names. You couldn't even give me a name. OK, so bro, soon, maybe the guy who has the ball or whatever. as soon as the game ended. Margaret asked me, goes, uh, so who are the Chiefs going to be playing in the Super Bowl? I go the Eagles. He goes, ah, you know, I'm a really big really? Eagles supporter. <laughs> that immediately changes, just because he knows that I'll probably be supporting the Chiefs. Is that who you're rooting for in the Super go. Bowl? I, I think so. I'm not sure because I don't really like. I, I do really like the Chiefs, but I I, I really like the Eagles this year I too because I had Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown in fantasy this year, so I've kind of been supporting them all year. So I think what I'm really rooting for is a good game. I'm That's rooting high. for a good game. I, i'm gonna, <laughs> i'm not gonna come at this as a fan of either of these teams i'm gonna come at it as a football fan and i want a good game
0: yeah, yeah. I, I am completely in agreement with that i'd love to see the eagles win i'd like jalen hurts i i like their team their coach is fun but mahomes is the most fun player to watch in the league uh yeah. and i love about his scaling and i hope he has a great game and continues <laughs> it in the next fantasy season that'd be awesome would be great so yeah is that about all you got i think so yeah all right Thank you for listening to this episode of the KNA Football Podcast. Again, make sure you're following our Instagram at ka underscore football so you know when we will post and be live for our next episode. Thanks for listening.